Welcome to the Parsha Perspective. Each week, we will delve deep in a weekly Torah portion to find a practical and insightful way to enhance your daily life. Thank you for tuning in. My name is Rabbi Shalom Yemini, and each week we'll look into the weekly Torah portion to find practical and insightful ways to enhance your daily life. This week's Parsha Perspectives in honor of our homeland, Eretz Yisrael. May HaKadosh Baruch Hu, may God protect our soldiers as they eradicate our enemies. May He return all the hostages from Gaza. And may He comfort all those who have lost family or friends and give a complete refuah shalema, a speed recovery to HaRavamita Ben Shoshana and all those who were injured in the attack or afterwards. This week's Parsha Perspective is also in honor of the Yortzeit, the anniversary of passing of Rav Yaakov Tzvi Ben David Sachs, Rabbi Lord Jonathan Sachs, a blessed memory. He was the chief rabbi of the United Kingdom from 1991 until 2013. He authored 25 books and his impact and influence was worldwide. His profound wisdom propelled him on the world stage where he guided people with empathy and compassion. He returned his holy soul on the 20th of Cheshvan in 2020, but his teachings continued to inspire people across the globe. May his impact continue to grow and may his memory be a blessing for all. This week's Torah portion is Parshas Vayera, all for one, one for all. Our Parsha begins with God appearing to Avram Avinu after just having a bris, a circumcision. To ease his pain, God made the sun exceptionally hot so there would be no travelers for Avram to host and fulfill his most favorite mitzvah, hosting guests, Hachnasas Orchim. But after seeing how much it bothered Avram that he had no one to help, God sent three angels in the form of men to visit him. When Avram saw these three angels in the distance, he quickly ran after them and brought them to his tent. He had them wash their feet and cool down in the shade while Sarah, his wife, made three matzahs for the guests to eat as it was the holiday of Pesach. Avram then sent his son Yishmael to slaughter three small calves, one for each guest to eat. And while he just had a circumcision, Avram Avinu himself cured and attended for each traveler, for each angel. Each of the three angels had a unique job. One was to inform Avram and Sarah that they were to have her son precisely in one year. And listening from the tent, Sarah Imenu began to laugh, thinking that it was physically impossible to have a child. But God was not impressed with Sarah. He turned to Avram and asked him, Why did Sarah Imenu, why did Sarah laugh? And therefore the baby that was born a year later was named Yitzchak, which stems from the Hebrew word of laughter. The other two angels left Avram's tent and proceeded on with their mission. One angel was tasked with destroying Sedoim and Amira for their depravity and immorality, while the other angel was to save Light and his family and bring them to safety. However, a question comes to mind. Avram Vinu encounters three angels during his conversation with God, each one with a specific job. According to the Talmud, these were the highest ministering angels, Malach Machal, Malach Gavriel, and Malach Rafal. Malach Machal's job, Angel Machal's job, was to tell Avram the good news, that he and his wife Sarah will finally have a child after so many years of marriage. The second angel, Malach Gavriel, was to destroy and overturn Sedaim and Amira for their depravity and immorality. The last angel, Malach Rafal, was to heal Avram from the pain of the brismila he gave himself just a few days earlier. 
Rashi on this Pasuk explains that there were three angels because an angel can only do one job, one task, before returning back to God. And yet we see that one angel, Malach Machol, told Avram the good news that he and his wife Sarah would have a child to be his descendants and then went to save light in Sedaim from destruction. Why did the angel Machol, Malach Machol, have two missions if an angel, if a Malach, is only capable of doing one task at a time? Rabbi Lord Jonathan Sachs, a blessed memory, delves into this question in his book Covenant and Conversation on this pictorial portion, Parshas Vayera. He writes that although it may seem like separate missions, healing Avram Avinu and saving light from destruction at their core is the same mission. The Talmud and Baba Metziah details the interaction between Avram Avinu and the three highest ministering angels, Malach Machol, Malach Gavriel, and Malach Rafal. Initially, the angels were standing on top of Avram Avinu. The Pasuk writes, Vayisa Enov, and Avram lifted his eyes, Vayar Vihine Shalish Anashim Nitzavim Alav. And there were three men standing on top of him. And then the Pasuk continues, Vayar Vayaras Likrisam. And then he ran to greet them. If the angels were near him, why did Avram Avinu run after them? The Talmud answers that at first the angels, the Malachim, were right near his tent. But when they saw Avram Avinu in pain, suffering from the pain of the bris milah, they began to backtrack. While in pain, though, Avram Avinu ran after them to fulfill his most favorite mitzvah, Hachanasas Orchim, hosting guests. Rabbi Sachs explains that the reason that the angel Machol, Malach Machol, can do two seemingly separate tasks is because they are essentially one mission. In the merit of Avram's connection to Akadosh Baruch and love of humanity liked his nephew and his family was saved. As Malmchol told Avram that he would finally have the son who would continue his legacy, his whole family merited salvation. And this profound lesson is ever more relevant as the war against our enemies continues in the land that we call home, Eretz Yisrael. So many of our brothers and sisters have sacrificed their lives for the sake of God's holy name. Thousands of soldiers are on the front lines putting their lives in danger for the sake of each one of us. And in the merit of their bravery, their courage, and their persistence to keep the Jewish story alive, may we all merit the ultimate redemption. And although in the past few months our nation's unity has been put to the test, fortunately, that division was shallow at best. No matter where we are in the world, the Jewish nation is inherently connected to its core. And the unity and oneness displayed today is the innate and natural experience of the Jewish story of the Jewish nation. And throughout our history, we have suffered when we have differentiated and separated ourselves from our brothers and from our sisters. But we have also experienced the greatest salvations, the greatest redemptions when we remembered that we are truly one. In those days and in these times, Am Yisrael Chai. Thank you for tuning in to The Parsha Perspective. Check out our website, theparshaperspective.com. Send thoughts and comments to theparshaperspective at gmail.com. Till next time, thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.